welcome to Where's My Blueprint podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences, navigating adulthood, and what we learned along the way. We invite you to join our weekly conversations while we create our own blueprints on this amazing journey and hope some of the lessons we learned can help you. Here are my co-hosts, Nay and Sunny D. Hey everybody, it's your girl Sunny D here to brighten up your day. I'm a new business owner transitioning from corporate America. And frankly, I can't trust anybody that don't like tacos. Hey friends, I'm Nay. I'm so excited to share and grow with y'all. I'm a full-time wife, full-time mommy, and part-time employee. Nutella is my love language. This is your girl, Nakai, and I am your host on Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here, and I love brownies and seaweed. So let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to episode 23 of Where's My Blueprint Podcast. So happy to celebrate African-American Music Month with y'all. Before we get started, we are going to let you know that we are down one hole. She is sick today, but it's me, Nakai, and Nay here, and we are going to hold it down. Hey, y'all. As you guys know by now, we have a sponsor, <laughs> which Sunday typically does our sponsor, so I'm going to do it for you today. So we are sponsored by Divine Timing. They are an amazing um, company that does provides agendas and planners and journals. Um, go check it out. Get your life in order. And with that, they are giving a code WMB22 for 22% off. Again, that code is WMB22. You can find them at www.fearforthenumber4me.com. Again, that is www.fearforme.com. All right. So with that, we're going to give you just a little bit of history and our episode of what we're going to talk about today. So in 1979, if you guys did not know, President Jimmy Carter decreed June to be Black Music Appreciation Month. Every June is an opportunity to recognize how Black artists and African-American sonic influences change the sounds of American music. But before we get started, so as you all know, we start every single episode with a quote. Today's quote is by Ray Charles. It is, music is powerful. As people listen to it they can be affected they respond and I like Ray Charles I like his music too what about you Miss Nay I like it I'm not gonna buy and say that I am a Ray Charles connoisseur <laughs> mostly except for like Georgia and some of the mo- more popular things mm-hmm. my Ray Charles history was during Ray <laughs> let's keep it all the way honest and real <laughs> So I, I like the music that I've heard. I think that his story is more fascinating than the music. Don't don't at me. But <laughs> no, yeah. I love that you said that because that's how I was introduced too. Because I didn't even know. I watch, Do you remember the show? Um, it was like a long time ago, but it was the show of like the song "Hit the Road, Jack," and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. I forgot what TV show it was, but it came over. They really sang it in the episode of Martin, Pam and Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that episode. I did not know that was Ray Charles. And I love that song. So with that, we are going to talk about just the history of music in this country. And today we are talking about who, how Black people honestly influenced and created rock and roll and country music. Fact. Now I did know that. Mm-hmm. We created everything. Right? Low key hockey. Say it again for the people in the back. Key hockey. Mm-hmm. Oh, we created everything. <laughs> we did. Um. So before we get started with the music 
need of the other. And I'm going to give you either or. Okay. 24 hours with no phone for 24 hours of silence. So immediately I'm thinking of a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> with that 24 hours of silence and I physically could not do that but and I think this goes to show how much technology is intertwined with us as a people I do so much on my phone that I'm like well wait a minute without my phone is that better but I say 24 without my phone if I can have my iPad okay that's a good little medium happy medium okay because I do most of my reading like on my Kindle and everything oh okay that makes sense I would say the 24 hours without my phone because I love to just disconnect and not to be people that be able to contact me. So 24 oh, hours. Oh, email super spy. <laughs> so 24 hours. I'm like, yes, if we can make it 48, that would even be great. But I'm like, nah, I got family and make sure my grandma okay and stuff like that. But 24 hours, yeah, definitely. Right. Um, okay, so we're getting into some rock and roll. Na, 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 na. <laughs> That's all I got. Side note, when Babes was little, I used to like do make up songs like that for him. The da -na 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 -na, and they would be so that. And I used to make up like, oh, blues, Negro spirituals. <laughs> so that might be a tad bit while my son is so into music because he's been having music in his ears since birth. I love that. Thanks. That is so cool. He is a musical child and I'm loving it. So, Miss Nay, do you know who created rock and roll music? I know who we get ready to because of your lovely notes for this episode. Does that count? Listeners, I'm going to tell y'all this right now. This episode is about to be hiking silly. <laughs> me and Nakai together are a bunch of laughs. So if that's not what you want today or in an episode, keep playing the episode because we need the streams, but put it down somewhere where you can't hear because you might get mad and get feelings hurt because it's just going to be a ball of educated, sophisticated goofiness. And she said that so eloquently because she's right. <laughs> But yes, would you like to let us know who created it? there, y'all. Yes. Did y'all know? I did not. Did I surprise y'all? Yes, she did. Yes, I didn't even know Chuck Berry like created rock and roll. I was so shocked when I found this out. Because I was like, wait. Because you know, like you said, we are brainwashed to think Elvis Presley, you know, was one of the creators. And it's like, no, you literally stole one of us. You literally, yes, volunteered your services to steal from Chuck Berry. And you create supposed to be the father of rock and roll and technically it's Chuck Berry. It's funny. I've always heard that name, but I've never known like what he did. But you always hear black artists, especially in rap for some reason, talk about Chuck Berry. Yes. But I never knew who he was. Yes. He was, um, as I was looking up something, he was actually the father or creator of a lot of genres. Like he used, so how he created rock and roll was he took a little bit from gospel, blues, this genre, this genre, mixed them all together now we have this amazing rock and roll right sounds about right would you guess who the queen of rock and roll is she's black so i would want it to be this person but i do not know if it is accurate i would want it to be tina turner it is really yes read that y'all in the notes and them legs just be getting it on them songs. Proud Mary. Proud Mary will still get me hyped to this day. I how Proud Mary go, but I just remember, like, I did a workout class, and it was, like, leg day, and we did it mm -hmm. to Proud Mary. And we did kind of, like, the football shuffles and squats the whole entire time. I was like, this song never ends. This song never ends. It 
does not because first she does it nice and easy. And then she does it either hard and rough or fast and rough. So you literally get the whole song twice back. But I love it. I love it. What's your favorite Tina Turner song? Um, probably Proud Mary. Because I'm kind of more of a Shaka girl. Sorry. No, that's not bad. Because like Shaka's good too. I love her hair. I, I love her aura. What? Let me rephrase that. What I see to be her aura. Mm-hmm. So the bright red hair, afro, the just vibrancy. Yeah. I feel like Shaka is also one of the rock and rolls that I saw too. I was about to say that they put everybody in that Hall- in their rock and roll Hall of Fame. I think Jay Z just got inducted into that. that yeah, Hall of Fame. He's not rock and roll. Yeah, you all. know, we we don't ask no questions though, boy. We just try to get all the black people in. <laughs> I think he did get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame either last year or this year. Oh, okay. Oh man, my favorite song by Tina Turner is oh, one she does with the shoulders. Girl, that's every song. Ah. Oh. Her to shoulders is like Fantasia and kicking off shoes. How does it go? Left a good job down in the city. That's Proud Mary. Is it? Big wheels keep on turning. Proud Mary keep on burning. <laughs> Once again, this is not our forte of genre. Y'all about to get the blackest of the blackest <laughs> history on country and rocket. And we ain't even got the country yet. Yeah. But the 2021 inductee class uh, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that year was Jay-Z, Tina Turner, LL Cool J, Todd Rundgren, Carol King, the Go-Go's, and the Foo Fighters. Now how LL and Jay-Z got in, I do not know how it's taken this long for Tina to get in. I do not know. And I'm not as familiar with Carol King, but I feel like she should have been done it, been in there too. That part. And I'm like, Tina is amazing. Like, she's the queen. So why is it taking y'all 45 years to put her in there? I'm racism. waiting on the years. Don't come at me. Math is not my strong point. <laughs> racism <sighs> take everything we do call it nice until it's too late um so growing up did your mom or uh your dad listen to rock and roll no we were uh r&b gospel some hip-hop and jazz family okay okay i like oh jazz listen to our episode on that because that's coming too oh my goodness now that i'm gonna be talking about <laughs> so we talked a little bit about rock and roll now we're going to talk a little bit about country. Do you know who created country music? Mm, no, I read it, but refresh my memory. Jimmy Rogers. Was he black? So from the pictures, <laughs> melanated. <laughs> I couldn't confirm but it said the first African-American Jimmy Rogers and so I'm guessing he had because you know back then if you had a drop of black blood they considered you black so the goofy in me is is like now is that Jimmy with a wow or I because that'll tell you a lot about the I he black I don't know do you, do you listen to country music? So about that, mm-hmm. I feel like I want to listen to more country because it really, you can tell the Black African influence in country music, especially when we get into people who are melanated. Like you listen to them, like you were singing in somebody's choir in church. I know it. 
<laughs> all that soul up in there. And like growing up, you would hear rappers with the country crossover. I'm looking at you, Nelly. Um, and all let's keep it all the way funky. Nelly is a country artist. <laughs> yes. <It is laughs> as many songs as he, I mean, country grammar. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. And then so, you get yeah. another song, right? Talking about um it was popular when he it's was all on my head. No. Because he did one with Garth Brooks too. I think that's the one I'm thinking about, but I don't think that was in mm-hmm. my head. Um, but yeah, a lot of his songs are more to me, more country based. And he just puts kind of like a hip hop spin so he can be like both in both genres. Mm-hmm. I-, I can believe that. Oh, Tim McGraw over Tim- and over. Yes. That's the song. <laughs> So look, I don't know none of the words to none of the songs I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm hearing. She just be bobbing along in the car when it plays. I don't know none of the words. <laughs> Got it. No, but I'm wanting to get more into country because, you know, Lil Nas X and then, segue, Mickey Guyton, and there's some more country artists. Um, What is that little boy name? Oh, he's real popular. He's a little biracial boy. But um, they're they're becoming really popular in country music and, you know, support us above everything. So I want to support them and a specific streaming service that we are not saying them by name because because they are not sponsoring. But a specific streaming service has a section called Frequency, and you get to hear about all the Black artists in various genres. So they have Frequency of Country, of Rock and Roll, of Indie Music. They also have it by region. So you have Southern, you have Midwest artists. It's really, really cool. Oh, I gotta check this out. You gotta text that to me. I I gotta check this out. Like, that's freaking amazing. They have across the world, but yes. And one of the headers are We Everywhere, global hits from every genre. Oh, it is. Yeah. That's cool. It's so funny that you say that, like how you wanted to get into country. When I grew up, like I grew up in a house, of course, as you guys know by now, I grew up with my grandparents. So I grew up with in a house of like blues, jazz, country, a lot of, of course, gospel. But the country music, my grandfather used to always sit me down and tell me like, because I would ask, I was like, why do we listen to this? Mm-hmm. Um, but he would say, listen to with blues and country, they're telling a story. Like you hear it, like they're actually walking you through a story. And so I, he's right. Like I like country. Um, now, is it my number one that I'll go to? Probably not. But <laughs> I do like country. And um, one of my favorite songs, unfortunately, is not by a black person. But it's funny to me because I think about it when I used to um, work like a nine to five that I didn't like. And it, uh, mm-hmm. it's called like work, work all day long, punching that clock from just to dawn. And it's by Alan Jackson. Just so I can get my time right. I'm having a good time. <laughs> I used to be like, it's Friday, I'm off. Bye, bitches. Uh-uh. I thought she was going to say the one song that if you have parents of a certain age, you probably are familiar with this song. Bonnie Raitt, I Can't Make You Love Me. Wait, what? Yes. Sing a little. Because I can't make you love me if you don't. That, oh that is Black People's Country at National Anthem. We know we know that song. If we don't know no other country song. 
<laughs> all y'all black mamas and grandmamas, y'all, they done sat you down and listened to that one. Girl, you had just dropped the bomb on me. I only know that song but because of Tank. Mm-mm. Are you serious? That was no. a country song? That is a country song. Yes. White oh. lady, country, Bonnie Ray. Mm-hmm. Now that is a good song. Like a real good it, it really is. Oh, and earlier that little biracial boy I was talking about, Kane Brown. What does he sing? So I don't know exactly his songs, but they play him a lot on like The Voice and American Idol. Like he's always coming to do songs for those type of competitions. But he has this song with her called Blessed and Free. It's really good because I think he's at that stage in his career where he can let his blackness show a little bit more. So yeah. (laughs) Laura, we gonna get canceled for this episode right here. This the one. This the one. Episode twenty three. <laughs> they did good until you know Nay and Nakai was left by themselves and they went rogue. <laughs> it got blacky black. Okay, so out of rock and roll and country, which one do you prefer the most? I would say country because it's more similar to blues. Okay, and I love me a good blues song. <sighs> It touches your heart and it's like, oh, the emotions and the feelings that you uh, just listen to it. And we have a whole entire episode on that too, guys. So listen to that episode. Yeah. To see the blues and the jazz episode. We, I'm not going to get us canceled for those. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we make it there. We will. We will. We got it. But yeah. Now them, because come on, let's talk about what's the name and the thrill is gone. Like, yes. Yes. I'm, I'm here for those. Did you grow up listening to Little Richard? Um, not necessarily listening to him, but laughing at his antics. What? <laughs> Just the animation of his voice, the Pancake 37 or 57, one of them. Mm-hmm. Just like him being so theatrical. Yes, very. I grew up aware of that but not necessarily his music okay but i do know he made tutti frutti and then that song was stolen by non-melanated people yep of course can't have nothing can't have nothing nowadays nothing Uh, good yeah that's the song i was gonna say i just remembered he was tutti frutti and I like that one because I don't know I guess I like the ones that you can like move to and like jam out yeah you know that the commercial lyrics for that song is different from the original lyrics no what are the, so original? the original lyrics are tutti fruity good booty yes the song is a whole lot dirtier <laughs> than commercially no like they sanitized it a little bit because you know Lil Rich was about that life he was about yeah. that he was living his best life best life and enjoying it and having a grand old time yes and i am here for it but yeah tutti fruity good booty yes it's funny that you say that because i think of like when you said that i was just like oh my gosh the lyrics that you find out when you're older versus the quote-unquote edited version and then when you find out the original version you're just like we were listening to this like what what in the world but like tutti fruity get the booty good booty tutti fruity good booty well at least he was saying like whoever his tutti fruity was they had some good booty well that part but it's also to go back to learning the real lyrics it's bad when you get the awakening of the real lyrics when you're a grown adult singing an edit version to songs and your other grown adult friends are looking at you like what a minute wait wait what that ain't the words so yeah hopefully you learn the real words you know in a non-embarrassing situation because <laughs> i've had those moments <laughs> oh man 
fun. Um, oh, what was her name who sung at the um Super Bowl? Mickey Guyton. Yes. <laughs> have you um tapped into any of her music? I have. I haven't done a deep dive, but when me and the family were traveling, we listened to the country um subgenre in that one app I was telling you about. Yeah. So we heard a couple of her songs, and right off the bat, I was like, this girl was singing in somebody's church when she was little. Like she can come back. You know, sometimes people go into these genres that we're not, and by weird, you know what I'm talking about, but we're not highly publicized of being in and listen to me like, mm, I don't know if you can come back home. Mm-hmm. But she can come back on home if she wants to. Oh, she at home. She's like, I have a voice that I can be in the church and tear the church down, and I'm gonna come over here with my guitar. And I'm going to sing my little country song and keep going down the road. And like, and it's just beautiful. Like her voice is just a beautiful voice. And for her to be, the, I think she's the first black country singer to sing the national anthem. Oh and yeah, I think so. Like how amazing is that? Like oh, she's it's a really flowers today too. But today's country is not the same as even when I grew up country. Mm-hmm. It is a lot more, for lack of a better word, because I hate it when people use this word and describe stuff. It's more urban. Mm-hmm. Like it's more beats, it's more catchy lyrics, it's more talking about hip hop culture. So it's a little bit more urban. I mean, yes, you do still have the traditional country artists, you have the singer songwriters, which I know is a subgenre of country. Once again, don't come at me. I know there is a difference. But today's like pop country is strictly pop country. So sometimes unless you hear the twang of the voice from your like Jimmy Islands and everything else, you wouldn't know that they were country. You would think it was just a regular hip hop or a pop song, which is kind of cool. I agree. I feel like just like what you said, a lot of the genres are slowly merging and mixing. So it's not like, oh, you are only country and you are only this. It's really mixing and I'm here for it and I love it. So yes. I mean, it's become a reflection of what the country is. The country is supposed to be, don't come at me, non-white. Yeah, like majority non-white by what, 2040, 2035? So our pop culture and our entertainment can't help but to reflect that. Mm -hmm. Which I'm excited about. I feel like, and you, my opinion is my opinion. So whatever. I feel like I am so excited for a new majority to take over like it is more than it is more than time it is time to they need to retire their hats I would say something else but I know we will definitely be sued let's keep it all the way funky even when people are not the majority they still can hold the majority of power oh yes oh definitely so even though the U.S. population will become majority non-white by 20 50 mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that melanated people people from the global majority will have the power which is unfortunate it's unfortunate however if it's not it's a possibility but it's also a mindset too if we keep giving them power and keep saying like oh you know i'll be 100 with it. oh white people are sup- uh, supreme or they have all this privilege and da 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 because we give them that so we can take it back but it has to be a collective right we all have to not just blacks mexicans indians we all 
like you said, the global majority have to come together as one, take our power back and then flip it on what the world is, world is supposed to be like, right? So. See guys, we do. We are halfway smart. We don't went from talking about music to talking about politics and society. Just a little, just a little, right? <laughs> um. Okay. So with that, we are going to wrap up this with our favorite well with one new song we will listen to a one new artist that we will actually go and find whether that's country or rock and roll i'm gonna say and don't come at me for this guys i'm actually gonna go lick up Jimi hendrix yeah my daddy did listen to that did he (laughs) yeah he listened to him some jimmy okay that's who i'm gonna go look up somebody because i really want to learn how to play the guitar and somebody told me like oh have you heard of Jimi hendrix and i of course like yeah he's you know he's an artist and they were like, yeah, but I didn't realize he's huge in rock and roll. Like, this is his shit. Like, yeah. So maybe I lied before because I'm looking <laughs> at this station. And I didn't know that Gary Clark Jr. is technically considered country. And, you know, back in the day, Travis Barker used to be that dude. He that dude on them drums now. And then, like, it has some more people. Like, they have Rico Nasty mm-hmm. in this rock. So it sounds like the angsty Black folks that we listen to are actually rock. So with that being said, I'm going to actually give Willow a chance. Willow? Yes! Jada and J- Will, daughter? Yes! put i'm gonna have to send you her newest well her most popular song that got a lot of you know acclaim last year mm-hmm. it, it's it's angsty that's that's what gets me when it comes to rock and country and basically all these genres all the emotional angsty stuff mm-hmm. that, that's my jam so i'm gonna <laughs> actually give willow a chance okay so audience go out and check out some willow some Jimi hendrix and learn something new hopefully y'all learn something new that black people created rock and roll and country. And so with that, we are going to transition into moments of melanation. Moments of melanation. So moments of melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing the damn thing. And today we are highlighting three siblings that they are the fennel siblings. And they're not your average type of siblings or your typical siblings either. They are all published authors and just launched their very own African-American animated series based on the characters in their book, Get It Of Themselves. Like, this is so freaking awesome because this goes back to representation matters. They have books that, that can be read in over 25 different ways and they can be found at fenneladventures.com. And the cool thing about this is, as we all know, like representation matters, representation matters. So when you get these three siblings together, they are actually creating all these books, but also they created the books in a very, um, very creative way. So Miss Nay, what do you think about that? I'm going to tell you what I think. I know the era in which their parents grew up because this ain't nothing but, uh, okay, we about to go on a family trip. You got to do a book report about it. (laughs) 
so you can pay attention and not be on your phone all day and everything else. So that ain't nothing, but they done found a way to profit off of their book report, homework lesson that their parent or parent made them do. I ain't mad at their parent or parent, but I, I know what a book, <laughs> a road trip book report <laughs> looks like. Yes. And so when I saw them, I thought they were so cool. One, because uh, I thought that too. I was like, isn't that a beautiful way to keep your kids engaged of like every place we go, we all are going to bring in something. We're going to put all of our thoughts and what we learned and stuff into a book. And everybody has it from like Atlanta to Hawaii to, I think it was another one. I know it was Atlanta, Hawaii, the ones that I read. Texas, New Orleans, Cuba. Also, I'm not bad at their parental figures because since they did this, all these trips are business expenses. my girl. <laughs> so I'm not mad at them. If y'all see some little books with my child's name on it, keep your mouth shut. No, but that's real, right? Like you're teaching your kids one about business, but you're able to travel. And like, I know I spoke with one of my friends before and I was like, what pisses me off is that a lot of Black kids don't have opportunities to travel. And then even within, even with that, I have friends and like family members who have yet to get on a plane to go somewhere else or to even leave their city. And as we know, like the world is so huge. There's so much to learn and the best way to learn and to understand how we're all connected to me is traveling, right? Mm-hmm. But for this mom to be like, you know, I don't know, uh, just for her to be like, you know, we're going to travel. Y'all going to write about it. We're going to create a book. Like she's creating little bitty entrepreneurs. So guys, I'm looking at the website and where you go to our story, they mm-hmm. have like all of their little animated, them animated caricatures of themselves, which is really cool. Oh, it is a mom. See, this is some, this is some black mama stuff. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I ain't mad at her. Like I said, if y'all later see some some merch <laughs> me pedal some merch of my child and girls. I mean keep your mouth shut <laughs> but also <laughs> support new experiences for my child. This is also one of the reasons why I'm part of a military family because my child is getting a whole lot of experience. Well, has the opportunity to get those experiences of traveling to different states, traveling to different countries, all on somebody else's dying. That part. And since she said that, I'm going to go ahead and say this out loud is when you kind of already touched on anyway about having a business. What a lot of the successful people don't under, I mean, a lot of people don't understand when you think of business owners or people who are multi-million or billionaires, a lot of their travel is written off because of their business. If they go and I think Sunny D said in a previous episode of like, you know, if I go out to lunch and I have a business and I'm taking a friend down and we randomly talk about anything about my business, that's a that's a write-off. That's a tax write-off. So a lot of these things that people are like, oh, these people are traveling, they're going to all these places. These are tax write-offs that other people, honestly, the taxpayers are paying for it. We really want to yep. be honest. But get your business, something, LLC, mm-hmm. something. Make it worth your while. You got oh, kids? It's so cute because this whole enterprise started because the 12-year-old Jace, who is now nine-year-old, loved to read. And he decided he wanted to encourage kids to love reading as much as he did. That's dope. <laughs> and then he got the whole family involved. Because mm-hmm. once again, if you see your little brother, your big brother with money, you be wanting to know how they got money. <laughs> Because you know, it's going to be, you'll be like, can I have $5? No, you make your own book. Fine, I'll go and do it. And then you got a whole entire family doing it. Ooh, 
and, and I love the, the names like emotion a motivational speaker unlock your ability like I love it be the change and the moms has a book that discusses how she raises her children to be successful in life so if you want to get tips on somebody else's blueprint mm-hmm. get her book yes I'm loving this loving this it's true and for her to be a single mom I'm loving this like oh, oh man I'm loving her undercut too oh my gosh I saw that first and I was like oh can I pull this off don't act like you didn't have one <laughs> no no because she got the side done so I've been huh. thinking about do I want to do the side too so well before we wrap up this episode you all know we are sponsored Hey, beautifuls, this message is brought to you by The Grass is Greener on the Other Side, where we help women who have anger, sadness, and shame from being cheated on learn how to heal and take their power back so they can regain confidence, restore their peace, and attract the life of their dreams. We can be found on IG at Brianna underscore Latrice. That's spelled B-R-I-A-I-N-A underscore L-A-T-R-I-C-E. And for all of the Where's My Blueprint podcast listeners, we're offering free 15-minute discovery calls. So if you're ready to regain and restore that self-love, self-worth, and self-belief back in yourself, shoot me a DM for a free discovery call today. Because my motto is, honey, leave that cheater and find your peace. If you're interested in joining my new course, Rejection is Redirection, using your past as a reference, not a residence, you can email me at affairrecoverycoach at gmail.com or you can shoot me a DM at Brianna underscore Latrice. See you on the call. And with that, we are going to end with an affirmation. Our affirmation today is I dance to my own drum. I move to my own beat and I write the lyrics to my own song. So everybody go out and live your best life. Dance to whatever music that moves your body. Write your lyrics to your song, meaning every single day that you wake up, you are writing the lyrics to your song and your story. So yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, thanks. This was actually mine. Well, a lot of them are mine, but yeah. And with that, we want to say thank you thank you thank you go ahead and listen to all of our episodes on where's my blueprint pod you can catch us on google podcast uh apple itunes podcast and with that we want to say thank you and we are over and out bye